the Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. That's the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, I was reading an article in Marketing Daily around the very first Pinterest-based cookbook. You knew it was going to happen. In fact, I'm surprised it took this long for a brand to decide to leverage its Pinterest boards and to create a cookbook. It's actually Lay's Wavy uh, Potato Chips, the rich cut potato chip brand from PepsiCo's Frito-Lay division, according to this article by Carlene Lukwitz. Uh, they partnered with an e-commerce site called Brick & Co. Brit & Co. to create uh, what they are saying is, indeed, the very first Pinterest cookbook. It's aimed at millennial women. Um, It contains, ultimately will eventually contain 40 recipes. The first 20 are online now and actually launched just last week and will be available until mid-May and the others will be coming in the fall. Um, They are really what they're doing is they're promoting four different new flavors, and each flavor pairs uh, with a popular food item like guacamole or salted caramel. And you can actually go on and like your favorite pairing, um, and those pairings will be used as inspiration for recipes created by um, the winner of the fourth season of Top Chef, Stephanie Izzard. She's a chef and partner in two Chicago restaurants, Girl and the Goat and Little Goat. Um, and it's really about driving awareness, isn't it, around Lay's Webby, Wavy Cheddar, which is going to be hitting uh, store shelves um, in April. The other flavors are original hickory barbecue ranch, roasted garlic, and sea salt. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Now, you will actually see this in the store aisles as well. The cookbook is getting some in-store support. You'll see displays um, that will drive grocery shoppers to the Pinterest page to participate. And, of course, all this is being pushed out across social channels, including Britain Co.'s site, as well as Lay's site and Chef Izzard's site. So, you know, I see this as a fabulous PR idea, actually, a very nicely integrated public relations idea. We'll see if it actually sells some potato chips. Our purse profile today is the Coach Queen, 1.6 million women out there who relate to her. She's in her mid-30s, stays at home, uh, has about two kids in the house, um, household income of $115,000. Lots of interest. Um, very focused on her own personal look as well as that of her home. Interested in the arts and travels, but really, really focused on the family. When it comes to shopping, she's always shopping for the best price and hits the clearest clearance rack first. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the coach queen? Well, her friends are the conduit to a lot of things of what she does. She likes to actually be in the store to shop. She's not a big online shopper. And what she sees in magazines influences her as well. So traditional home, people shape, parenting are all big publications for her. She's online at eBay, Amazon, iVillage, and Disney. And then she's on uh, looking at home shows, as you can imagine, like HGTV, Food Network, TLC, Fox News, Disney, and Nickelodeon. So you can see the influence of her kids um, there as well. 
Uh, well, my guest today knows a lot about brands and women and brands. Laura Mintz is the CEO of Elevate My Brand, a creative marketing agency that brings companies and brands to life through engaging marketing strategies and activations. And uh, Laurel really is quite renowned, both has an MBA and a JD on top of having her own agency, very impressive, and she's worked with many global brands, including Susan G. Komen for The Cure, Nestle, and Pop Chips. Um, she's on today to talk about Susan G. Komen. Um, it's that time of year, uh, the fall and the spring is when the Susan G. Komen um, activities really do gear up, and I'm really looking forward to talking to her about um, activating women around the breast cancer issue. So stick around. Uh, Laurel Mintz will return return with Purse Strings after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Do you want to optimize and grow your business? Then master your skills in conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Las Vegas 2015, happening on May 12th through the 14th. It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues in the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers come to conversion conference the conference that pays for itself in no time webmasterradio.fm listeners get a 100 hour discount on their pass register early and get full access for only 897 dollars when you use discount code wmfm simply register online at conversionconference.com with the code wmfm that's conversionconference.com code wmfm hurry save your seat before they sell out Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. My guest today is Laurel Mintz. She's the CEO of Elevate My Brand, which is a creative marketing agency. Laurel has her MBA, JD, as well as being a marketing professional. She started her company back in 2010, and she's been focused on global brands like Nestle, Pop Chicks, Chips and Susan G. Coleman for The Cure. Welcome to the show, Laurel. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm thrilled to have you on. First, tell everybody a little bit about Elevate My Brand, what your core specialties are, and what led you to create the agency back in 2010. 
Well, uh, I think I would say creating the agency was out of pure stupidity, <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so we uh, we are really a digital strategy agency and a live events agency, and we tie the two together. So what I mean by digital strategy is anything related to how you touch your consumer online, your website, your social media, uh, your publicity, your content your advertising buying strategy, all of those components. And then offline is you know, your typical uh, gala events, networking, uh, trade shows, etc. And then really doing a good job of tying the two together. And in terms of our focus, we really have a, a, a wide breadth of clients because we've been around a long time. But we love to work with nonprofit and food and beverage, consumer packaged goods, luxury, you name it, we've got a client in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I was noticing that. I, I noticed that you were focused on fashion, food, and bev, and, and consumer products, and nonprofit, all great places to play. And a lot mm-hmm. of those brands, of course, being women-centric, which is why you're on Purse Strings today, <laughs> of course. Yeah, um, and the perks aren't too bad either, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. The perks are very nice. Exactly. Um, so clearly, you know, women probably is a common thread that ties a lot of your clients together. But um you know, what are some of the other things that you think kind of ties the brands together that you work for and that you help to elevate in the minds of women? I think authenticity is really important, uh, having really clear, a clear message and a clear target market. And I think you are exactly right. A lot of the brands that we work with are very um, women-focused. And, you know, what you say is so true that we control so much of that buying power. And so I think as these new brands or existing brands are evolving, they're really paying much more attention to that. So those Mm -hmm. are the brands that we like to work with. And it also allows us to kind of cross-pollinate them together. So for example, if we've got a fashion line that needs to get some visibility, we can do an affiliate partnership with a company like Susan G. Komen and everybody wins. So we really Mm -hmm. get to kind of play nice in the sandbox with all of our clients. I know. And that is an added value. I think when you've got some like-minded brands, you really can pull them in for some added value opportunities. So I'm glad to see you're taking advantage of that. And clearly your clients are reaping the rewards. One of those clients being Susan G. Komen for The Cure, probably one of the best known brands in the in the world today. Let's take it out of the U.S., just say the world. And it truly does drive so much engagement, participation, and passion. I mean, the clearly the subject matter itself, breast cancer, and the fact that Susan G. Coleman has been on the cutting edge of advances in research, education, and advocacy clearly is one of the reasons that it resonates for women. But what else do you think maybe isn't so obvious that uh, allows it to really connect with women maybe on a different level? Well, I think that they did something really smart when they were kind of launching into the stratosphere that they're now known for, and that was they understood the value of building a brand. And so the original team that built the the, the pink ribbon for them, the concept of the mm-hmm. pink ribbon, really understood that this wasn't a short-term play. There was a, a huge growth model here when they started out in Texas, and they were going to launch this you know, as a global brand. And I think the branding component of that really was wisely done, and I think that's the thing that people don't think about. We see the pink ribbon on everything. It's become synonymous with breast cancer, but the thought process and the strategy of the branding behind it is what I think has been so successful and unique to them. Well, and yeah, and you're right. You know, they didn't start out with that pink ribbon. They had been right. uh, doing that for a very long time before the pink ribbon, and now ribbons are everywhere, but they really did start that trend, didn't they? 
They absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah. So smart. So you have been involved with Komen for a long time. Talk a little bit about how you first got involved with Susan G. Komen for the Cure. Well, I actually got involved because I was working for another women's organization that we were helping to build at the time, actually two different ones. One was called Totally Fabulous Females and one was Girls in Tech. And um, I personally have a real affinity for nonprofit. I've been very lucky in my life, and I feel like it's really important to give back. And so anytime we do an event, we like to tie a nonprofit um, beneficiary to that event. It makes everybody feel warm and fuzzy, and uh, you, know, you can then charge a ticket fee and give that money to the cause, so everybody really wins. So when I was building those two other organizations, we thought, well, what are the nonprofits that really make sense for us to tie these brands to? And everybody unanimously uh, thought Susan G. Komen was that perfect fit. So I literally just picked up the phone. I said, hey, we want to do an event with you. You guys don't have to do anything. Just show up, and we'll send the money. And we'll write the check, and everybody will be happy. And um, they loved the idea. It was right when they were starting to really get aggressive about their partnerships, and um, they just so happened to be launching their uh, gala here in Los Angeles, their Designs for the Cure gala. And they were about four or five months behind schedule on that. So, <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> right. So, because there's never enough time in the day, right? So mm-hmm. um, we talked about the event that we threw. It was very successful. And it was just a matter of perfect timing. They needed uh, support on their social media campaigns. They needed support from a PR standpoint and on their live events, all of which we offered. So it just ended up being a perfect partnership. Yeah. You know, it just sometimes it happens that way, doesn't it? You're at the right time, the right place at the right time with the right offering and they have the need and you can fulfill it. So it sounds like it all aligned for you. So talk about the goals for that event. You know, what were they really looking to achieve? Well, obviously profitability, right? We want to make mm-hmm. sure that wanted to make sure that the event was something that made them money so that they could in turn spend more money on the research and amazing things that they're doing for um, women in this category. So obviously profitability was number one, um, making sure that we could mitigate marketing costs by developing the right partnerships, uh, increasing their sponsorship opportunities, so really putting a, a package together for sponsorship that had an enormous amount of benefit and value for the sponsors and expanding previous sponsors into that model. Um, and then visibility from both a digital and print standpoint. So really engaging them in a new social media campaign, testing out some social advertising, um, and then getting some new celebrities and eyeballs attached to the brand. They were really looking to create kind of a younger audience because every nonprofit um, kind of has these like ebbs and flows of, um, of donor bases. And so it's really important to always be thinking about who is the next generation of donors for your organization. Mm-hmm. So kind of all of those components wrapped up in, into one lovely package that was the gala. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of moving pieces and parts yeah. for sure. Um, and we're going to going to get into some of those pieces and parts in a little bit more detail, but first got to take a quick break so everybody stick around more with Laurel Mintz from Elevate My Brand in just a second. First Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Internetmarketinginc.com 
is one of the fastest growing full service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866 563 0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. I've been chatting today with Laurel Mintz. She's the CEO of Elevate My, Elevate My Brand, their digital strategy live events agency that helps a myriad of global brands like Nestle, Pop Chips, and Susan G. Komen for The Cure, which is actually uh, the client we've been talking about. It was an event um, that uh, Laurel and her team put together with Susan G. Komen, and we've kind of been uh, peeling back the onion on it to see what really made it uh, a great case study for Elevate My Brand brand and we were talking about the myriad moving pieces and parts that it takes um, and just really what their end goal was, which was to A, drive drive money toward them, revenue, and then also to reach that younger donor base. And um, I know with public relations today and events and all of that, there always is a paid element to try to, to drive eyeballs and awareness. Can you talk a little bit about any paid that you did at that time to leverage to leverage and amplify your work? Of course. So actually, we were very lucky. We didn't have to pay for, um, for placements, and we didn't have to pay for celebrities. Um, and this is a great tip for anybody out there who's trying to tie the two together for their organization, and that is there are celebrities out there that are trying to sell something at any given time. So we were very lucky for the 2012 gala, for example, we um, had Lauren Conrad and she was pitching her personal book, her second book, I believe it was. So it was a matter of finding a really great tie-in so that she could get visibility and sell what she was interested in getting out there and tying that with a women's-based organization because women were the ones who were buying her book. So in that case, we were extraordinarily lucky. Also, you know, Susan G. Komen is just such a widely known brand that we, we mentioned the name and everybody wanted to, to get a piece of it. So we were very lucky. The only thing we actually had to pay for was our publicity team. Um, and as you know, that's not cheap either. So, <laughs> so um, But they were extremely successful for us. We had... Uh, 
over 320 million um, eyeballs on that brand. Yes, and I, you know, there are a couple of things I want to follow up on that you just talked about. One is Lauren Conrad, and it's it's really great to hear you say that you didn't have to to pay to play there. What was it about Lauren Conrad that you thought really fit the brand? Well, like we said before the break, um, we were trying to reach a a younger audience. Mm -hmm. We were trying to be really conscious of the fact that donor bases evolve over time. And so tying fashion together with Susan G. Komen, obviously from the female perspective made sense, but then also making sure that there was a youthful element to it. And at the time, and Lauren has done a fantastic job of building her own brand, but at the time she was pitching her book, um, she was just kind of star on the rise in terms of Mm -hmm. developing her fashion line. So it really just made an enormous amount of sense for her to be the face of the brand for this particular event. Yeah, yeah, she's a great get too. And especially with that millennial audience, I could definitely see the alignment. And you talked about the number of eyeballs you were able to generate for the event. Um, Clearly, Susan G. Coleman, media are going to sit up and take notice whenever they're doing something. So I have to imagine there was built-in media uh, interest, but you were capturing both media and influencer attention. Can you talk a little bit about some of the tactics you employed to do that? Absolutely. Well, first of all, we did a, we had a very holistic approach. So while I'm talking with you about the event, you know, we were brought in and we realized that there were just a lot of gaps in the strategy. So that's when we brought our full team in. We launched a full media campaign, both digitally and offline. So we, um, we set aside a budget for social media advertising. We had a full team dedicated to uh, social media marketing, uh, the publicity team, and PR. You know, we've been talking about it a little bit, but it's so important. Relationships are the most critical element to a successful PR campaign. And so we searched for the publicists that made the most sense for this particular brand and made sure that they could have a really big impact based on their relationships. So the publicity team we brought in had relationships already with LA Times, LA Confidential, Los Angeles Magazine, KTLA, KCAL, CBS. I mean, it was like Mm -hmm. everything we could have possibly (laughs) dreamed of. So I would say we had a full dream team on board for this. And um, I think not a lot of people see how much has to go into it um, I hate to say you got to spend money to make money, but it is, it's the truth. You need to have a comprehensive approach. Otherwise, it's called what we, what we call the spray and pray model where you throw <laughs> some effort at one direction and you, you hope that it sticks. And really in today's market, when there is so much noise, you really have to take it from ever, get at it from every single angle. And I think that's what was done really well here. Yeah, well, and you brought in, as you said, the right people for the job. They already had the connections and really were just able to do what they do really, really well. And you're right, the spray and pay, uh, pray method, we do not we do not align with that here at, at my agency <laughs> either. Really, really, really bad idea. Uh, yeah. But you generated a ton of results. The outcome of this case, uh, I call it the case study, but the Susan G. Komen event in general was wildly successful. Can you talk about what you were able to deliver and any key learnings about what worked, which a lot did, but maybe some of the things that didn't work as well? Sure. Well, I think the number one thing that was really critical was to make sure that we had board and committee management um, and commitment because, you know, we had so many moving parts and especially for nonprofits like Susan G. Komen who are so visible, they had got these really giant boards that you have to get everybody, it's like herding cats, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a great organization, but there's still, people are the ones running it at the end of the day, and people are always the most challenging component. So getting people to, getting the board to agree to 
things like dollar spend for advertising, hiring the publicity team, all of those components were very, very challenging. Um, you know, I, I'm a pretty aggressive salesperson when it comes to something I know will have an impact for the brand. And so I think that was one of the really, really big challenges for us. Um, I would say something that maybe didn't work as well as we had hoped were um, some of the contests. They, they were successful, but not wildly so, and I think that that was just a matter of timing and building up the, the um, digital visibility of the brand. So when we first came on board, their following on social was you know, less than 1,000 people. So to launch an um, engagement campaign through contests and promotions for such a small audience is not really as effective as it would have been after this whole engagement where we had almost 10,000 eyeballs and people were really engaged with the mm-hmm. brand. So I think that that's a really critical learning is making sure that you're not launching campaigns and promotions until you've got the right audience that's going to actually be responsive to it. That's exactly right. I think sometimes it's it's easier to do that than trying to recruit and build at the same time. It can be very mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah, we um, call it um, flying, the sh- or, uh, flying the plane while you're building it, right? Yeah, exactly. Really <laughs> hard to do it that way. Would prefer yeah. not to, right, if yeah. you can avoid it. Um, well, and I know you, you're always busy over there at Elevate My Brand. Talk a bit, if you would, if you're willing to share about some exciting things you're working on now. Oh my goodness, we've got some really fun fashion brands that are launching. Um, we've got a brand called Cake for Monarchs, which is a super high-end men's line, which will be, I believe, in Barney's in the next quarter, so that's going to be fun. We also have a female-based um, digital fashion platform called Perfectly.me, so uh, they are doing actually customized clothing for women. They've got these amazing free style guides, and uh, they're a really, really fun brand. And then, of course, on the nonprofit side of things, uh, we've got the Pasadena Playhouse launching their uh, annual event in April, Grateful Heart Gala with uh, One Heart Worldwide. I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, We've got about 30 <laughs> things going on this week alone. <laughs> well, and then I'm really grateful you made the time for this half hour for Purstring. So thank you, Laurel, so much for coming on and sharing some insight around your great work with Susan G. Coleman. And congratulations on that work and the many great things that you're doing there at Elevate My Brand. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Oh, you bet. And everyone, check out Laurel and her work and her team's work at ElevateMyBrand.com. Thanks to my producer, George, and join me right here next week for another edition of Her Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.